episode 111. Are you sure? <laughs> I had to look at it again. Episode 111. I'm 111. Ron Burgundy. Fuck you, San Diego. Uh, thank you all for listening to episode 110, The Alphabet Aerobics. I'm Gray, here with my co-host. Ron Burgundy. And thank you, Ron. Anything else, Mr. Burgundy? Scotch, scotch, scotch. Scotchy, scotch, scotch. Goes down into my belly. Mm-mm-mm. Thanks to Wes Anderson for moments in time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thanks to All Work Clothing, first and primary sponsor of Over the Line Sports Podcast. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you to Sean at Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. 419. Do we not have a gun? Nope, there's no. Oh, no, nope, never mind. <laughs> it's on top of that. I didn't see it. All right. Finding it. 419. 704-5471 serves the Toledo and surrounding area. Am I spinning or stopping? Uh, you can spin it. Serves the Toledo and surrounding area. And not. Ice tea. <laughs> ice tea. Yep. That's ice tea on SVU. It's on the other TV. I missed. So he does not serve ice tea or his lawn. Sorry, ice tea. Or just iced tea in general, right? I would. He's got a lot of money. I feel like that would be a good one. But what about actual iced tea? No, I don't think so. Because he, I mean, it would be delicious. But yeah. he should. He should, but he, I don't think he would. Probably make more money doing that. He might. I had a good conversation with him today. He's got to come seed my grass after it's aerated. Thank you, Sean. Better chop chop. Yes, sir. Uh, thank you to Verizon. Tim at Verizon. Verizon is a true technology business partner who helps local businesses deploy technologies that positively impact operations and can increase revenue for the company. At Verizon, they do not wait for the future. They build it. Verizon.com. Get in touch with a sales rep in your area. Thank you to Cassandra at PNC. Visit her at the White House branch or give her a call, 419-877-0634. She can help you with all of your banking needs, whether it be loans, credit cards, or personal banking. She's there to help. Thank you, Cassandra. Thank you to Steve at Savage Associates for sponsoring the Frickers Lunch episode 100 and hopefully whatever lunch we come up with at episode 200. I think we're going to need a bigger venue. Or a bigger boat. We're going to need a bigger boat. I think we're going to need a bigger boat. Yeah. Jaws. Good movie. Never seen it. Interesting. Interesting. And Just kidding. Last but not least, thank you to datingtransformation.com. I will let you uh, spew this because that's, uh, that's your forte here. I mean, we we pretty much plugged the shit out of it last week, so we'll plug a little bit this week. There we go. Uh, Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. You know, if you're a little bit down on your luck with the opposite sex, if you uh, have If a, you're a male, let's be well, clear here. I mean, I'm sure females can. I don't know. Yeah, we never asked, but it's for specifically men to women, right? Specifically, yes, but I'm sure it could be either way. Interesting. I don't know. Hmm. I'm sure if... A female had a rough time with the males. He would help her out. Right. So I wouldn't say it's only, but for the most part, it's for males. Females don't have a problem with that. They rule the world. Why do they have a problem finding a man? Right. I totally agree with you there. See? They have all the right essentials to rule the entire universe while we just sit back and wallow in pity. Um, so, yeah, Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. If you're down on your luck with the ladies, you're looking, you know, you want to find the love of your life. Maybe you work too much. Dating profile isn't up to speed. He can help you out with all that. Give him, check out his website, datingtransformation.com, and you can get in touch. He'll be able to help you out with a consultation. You guys will chat for a little bit and see if it's the right fit for you. Perfect. So thank you to Connell at datingtransformation.com. 
so today is September 11th. It is the 18th anniversary of one of the most horrific tragedies in our, you know, well, in our time it is. And, uh, you know, I just wanted to talk a little bit about that. So, uh, you know, at it's crazy. It's been 18 years already, by it, the way. I, I was in uh, health class freshman year. I know where I was. I was 10. You remember where you were? Uh, well, I think I was in fifth grade. It's the fifth grade? Yeah. So they didn't tell us. Um, but I remember that intramurals were canceled after school. Yeah. I, I wasn't happy about that. But they never told us. They said there was... There was a tragedy, and that was it. They didn't show us. They didn't tell us. Like I figured, I don't know. I mean, I think 10, 11-year-olds can decipher what's going on in the world. So I kind of feel that that was a, a cop-out, more yeah, or less. I, I had agree. to find out when I got home. Um, but, yeah, that was it was crazy. And then, you know, watching everything as, you know, as I've gotten older to see all that. Not the, I mean, some documentaries, but... Not the conspiracy theory bullshit. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so between New York City, D.C., and outside of Shanksville, Pennsylvania, 2,977 people lost their lives. And 2,753 were in New York City, lower Manhattan. Um, and then uh, they, as you know, history has shown us, they two planes were crashed into the World Trade Center towers. Very sad. Um, I remember... One of the documentaries, I think it's called 9-11, was they were doing the basically the life of a rookie firefighter. It's the best documentary I've seen, and it's the only footage of the first plane going into the first tower. Really? And uh, if you've never seen it, it's it's very interesting. And what he was doing was showing like the life of a rookie firefighter, and they were recording, and they're down. They were doing something at a sewer, and you just hear, and he's like, you're listening, and you don't hear planes that low in New York City. So he looks up looks over and you see the plane just go in into the mm. first tower. And so you think it's just an accident at the time, obviously. Right. And so if you, you need to watch that one, it's the best one I've seen. They go into that first tower and the tower that was hit first, it was hit near the top and that one collapsed second. You know, the one that was hit uh, second actually collapsed first. Yes. yes. And um, so those firefighters from uh, their tower went to, I think it was tower one went to, uh, or they, or ladder one, I think I, I can't honestly remember, but they went over and they're in the building. So they're recording this still in the building. You know, there's two brothers there that are doing the recording and one was with them and that firefighter and that group. And they were recording inside the towers. And the craziest thing is you see the, you just see them look up because you don't know what's happening. You know, they hear another one, you hear the other plane go in and they look out and they're like, another one went in and they knew that there was a problem. And they start going, and then when they're down on the main floor, you know, the chief's there and other people, and the one guy's recording, and you just see them all take off sprinting because the other tower is collapsing. Yeah. It's was, terrible. And yeah, you see those crazy scenes of everybody running, and obviously yeah. being that close would be worse, but just everyone just running and the rubble everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's surreal. And uh, the only person in that ladder that lost their life that day, you know, they get back at the end of the day and everybody returned, but the only one that lost their life was the chaplain of the fire department. Really? He was the only one. And there's an image. It's a very popular image where some of the firefighters are carrying him, his lifeless body. And they took him to the altar of the church. Hmm. So they carried him there. They laid him there, put him to rest. Uh, it, it, it was just crazy to see, you know, and you could, and he's in the video too, walking around and you can tell he's praying and doing his thing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, unfortunately he lost his life, uh, amongst, you know, the other 
twenty nine hundred people, twenty nine hundred seventy seven, yeah. seventy six people, and very seventy seven. So, um, and purposely did not take the shot yet because you know we need to, we should do a shot to all of those people and victims and families. There's still families to this day, yeah, that are are you know living this tragedy, and you know it's unfortunate every year that they have to live through it. Um, but you know, we, we are very blessed to, to be alive and be able to do what we like to do, which is this podcast. So we just, you know, salute all of those men and women and the firefighters and, and just all firefighters, all, um, police officers, law enforcement, port authority. Yeah. yeah and, and you know, EMS, all of those people and, you know, our military, we salute them all. So to them, we'll do a shot. And of course, to the victims and families, we salute them. So, uh, to get on to the show, we have a few things that are happening. So, do you have Justin on the Twitter? I know he sent us uh, something with college football. Yes. Let me pull this up because it is a... Um, oops. I don't even know why I grabbed that phone. It's like my <laughs> other phone. Oh, wait. No, my other phone. No, my other phone. Your fourth phone. It's that one. Yeah. That one right there. Got it. Got it. All right. Hold on a second here. Yeah, no problem. Let's see. Justin on the tweeter. All right. What are your thoughts on this list? This list is the 150 greatest teams in college football's 150-year history from ESPN.com. What, I'm going to assume this is supposed to be, what do they have right? He is jasoning me right now because it says, what are they have right? (laughs) And what do they have wrong? So let me pull this up. As it loads and see, I saw a little snippet of this. Um, Nebraska has two of the top four: South Carolina or South Carolina, Southern California, USC has second and third. Yep. So they have the 1971 Nebraska team, 13 and 0, as their top team ever. They beat Oklahoma in the quote unquote game of the century in 1971, um, and. It looks like they they beat number two Alabama thirty-eight to six in the Orange Bowl, winning the national title that year. Um, their only other ranked opponent, Colorado, went down thirty-one to seven. So they only played what three ranked opponents all year? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a great team. Yeah, yeah. So ESPN's wrong. Two thousand four USC number two. That was the year that they absolutely shit on Oklahoma. Um, who's quarterback? Was that Jason White? Was he the quarterback of Oklahoma then? I think. I think so. Uh, Matt Leiner, Reggie Bush. I mean, that was a this is a very good team. I mean, they destroyed people. Um, was that the Bush push year, or is that 05? It was either 04 or 05. I can't remember, but I know Brandon would remember. 04, they won. 05, they lost. So it had to be 04. Yeah. So that was the Bush push year, which is great. 1972 USC. Don't care. 1995 Nebraska. 12 and 0. Um, Nebraska had some good teams, you know, in the mid ninety, early to mid nineties. Um, they defeated Florida in the Fiesta Bowl for the national title, sixty-two to twenty-four. It's a monster blowout there. Twenty eighteen Clemson, last year's Clemson team, really, is fifth, fifth all time, best ever. Yeah, I mean they had a great defense, but uh, and they, I mean they did dominate that whole year. They did, but I don't say fifth. Come on. It's that's why I don't like you can't put teams up there because you you know 
I get it. This is a college thing, but if you go and look at all these other teams who have NFL stars coming out and playing, that's a little bit different. I know, like you said, it's a college football thing, but I mean, come on, really? You're going to put this over? I don't know. I think that's crazy. 05 Texas, number six. Uh, that was Vince Young, year they won, and he was nobody in the NFL. They beat Colorado in the Big 12 title game that year. Guess what the score was? Couldn't tell you. 70-3. to In the title game. In the Big 12 title game that year. Whew. 2001 Miami team, um, coached by Larry Coker. <laughs> they won the national title. In the BCS title game, they led 34 to nothing at halftime. They beat Nebraska 37-14 in that wow. game. Listen to this. Besides Ken Dorsey, who won the Maxwell Award and was shit in the NFL, Bryant McKinney. Ed Reed, Jeremy Shockey, Philip Buchanan. I mean, those are monster NFL names. Crazy. 1979 Alabama, Bear Bryant, 56 Oklahoma. 2009 Nick Saban, 14-0 Alabama. Uh, let's see, Mark Ingram is a running back. Not many other people on that team. Let's see, 1987 Miami. There was a coked-up team. <laughs> a little but, bit. All right. This is what I was looking for. First Ohio State team. 1968 Ohio State. Woody Hayes is coach. Beat Michigan that year 50-14. to 14. Michigan was number four. That was the year he went for two. Three to 50. Because he couldn't go, go for, for three. three. Um, they beat USC, number two USC in the Rose Bowl that year for the title. 27-16. Let's see. Where... Oh, there's the first Notre Dame, 1988. They're 18th. Lou Holtz, 12-0. I can't believe the 0-2 Buckeyes aren't on here. I know. Everyone thinks that was such a bad team, but for the goodness. I mean, they were just... They squeaked out every effing game. 34th, by the way. Yeah. And where the hell is the 2015 Buckeyes? You're telling me that wasn't a good team? They were a great team. What, they lose to shitty Virginia Tech and that was it? I mean, dude, Zeke, Michael Thomas, come on. I'm trying. I, I oh. really don't want to scroll through 150. I'm going. I'm trying to find them. I'm going to find this. Well, it was the 2014 Buckeyes, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, 14. 1954 Buckeyes are 61st. Yeah, I saw that. I think someone forgot something on this list. See another Notre Dame team. 8-0-1. Here's the first Michigan team, 90th, 1948. No, no, they're 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 much higher than. They that. have another one. Yeah, 97 in there probably. Yeah, it was 97. Which is bullshit, but whatever. They they couldn't even win a full national title that year. Dude, I have 43rd. That's what that Michigan was. Yep. I had to miss this because I'm at 114 right now. Here, 118th. Really. A hundred and eighteenth. Wow. hundred and eighteenth. First Spartans team, nineteen sixty six. Beat beat Wisconsin the Big Ten title game, fifty nine nothing. Beat an unstoppable Alabama team and then rolled over Oregon on the national title. Unbelievable. So this Michigan State team, uh Bubba Smith was on that team. Bubba Bubba Smith. Actor from uh he's in a few things, but what is it, Police Academy? Mm-hmm. And last but not least, the 150th team, Ohio State, 9-0. Hmm. Carol Widows, Les Horvath, 
was uh, led that team. Head coach Paul Brown left after the 1943 season to coach Great Lakes Naval Training Station, but the Buckeyes didn't miss a step. They won eight games by at least 13 points. Star back Les Horvath won the Heisman Trophy when Army's Glenn Davis and Doc Blanchard cannibalized each other's vote. Interesting. All right. Yeah, um, not the best list. Not a bad list, but not the best. It could have been better. I think so. That's ESPN for you. Yeah, that's – I can't believe that Clemson – I mean, Clemson had a good team, but I think it's so recent in history that they put them up there. I just – I don't know if I agree with that. Yeah, I think college is just weaker in general. Um, you know, there's – in my opinion, right now, you know, I mean, you got, what, two other good teams in the ACC maybe? Maybe. Maybe. Not really. It's a big maybe. Miami sucks. Hell, North Carolina is the second best team in the ACC right yeah, now. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, they beat what? They beat. They just beat Miami. Miami they beat um, South Carolina week one. Mac Brown, man, don't underestimate. Don't underestimate good coaches. They turn teams around. He and you remember week one? He was doing all his dancing in the locker room. Yeah, I think he did it again week two. Also, did he? I mean, hell, you keep winning, keep dancing. Beat Miami, beat everybody. Good for Mac. All right, is that all we got for that? Yeah. That was a disappointing list. But it's ESPN. They disappoint a lot. Yeah, they do. So we can go on to um, uh, looks like perfect discussion. And I just text Jeremy, and we're going to get some information from him. I just said, ready, you got the updated standings. You're up by a half point, right? Or am I up by a half point? Uh, you are up by a half a point. Uh, it is 20 to 19 and a half. Okay. So here we go. Okay, number one, multiple choice question for Bear. All right. Which of the following players was not a part of the 1992 Olympic Dream Team? Okay. Isaiah Thomas, Patrick Ewing, Chris Mullen, Clyde Drexler. I narrowed it down between two. I have it between two. Well, three. <laughs> I know two of them are on that team for sure. Run down that list one more time. Isaiah, Ewing, Mullen, Drexler. Okay, I think I got mine. All right, ready? Yep. One, two, three, A. Drexler. That was my second guess. Yeah. All right. I think he was on that team, though. Go. I think he You know. I think he was, too, and I thought Isaiah first. I'm like, no, Mullen was there. I know Ewing I know was Mullen there. I know Mullen and Ewing were there for sure. But... I thought Clyde's in the picture. Isaiah. Isaiah. Yep, I should have went with it. Nice. Bear got it. Damn it. How am I going to do a half? That's not a half. You get a hole. I know that's my point, but i got to keep a half on there. <laughs> I'll tell him in wrestling we need a half, but he'll sign up in a half. Name the top-selling jersey for each major sport in 2018. One point for each correct answer. So I'll Four type them, mine. right? Yep, I'll type mine. How's that? Number one jersey for hockey, yep. baseball, yep. basketball, football. Yep. <laughs> yes. They play that foosball. NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. For 2018. Correct. Uh, 
so tough. And whenever you're ready, you can you can tell me yours. I minor typed right here. So NHL, who you got? Uh, Ovi. So you got Ovi. I've got McDavid. Baseball. Bryce Harper. I've got Judge. Football. That's the one I'm stuck on right now. Go. Let's go to NBA. NBA. LeBron. LeBron. I have Luca. NFL. Ah, uh, shit. In 2018, uh, give me Brady. And I've got Mahomes. Oh God, that's a good one. All right, let's see what we got here. I'm interested. See, I love his questions, man. They're so good. That's tough because I picked Ovi because they won the title the year before, so that's why I took Ovi. LeBron is LeBron. Here we go. Steph Curry. I knew I, I knew that. Damn it. Should have went with it. See, some of these seemed obvious. Tom Brady, that's you. Oh, all right. Uh, Judge, that's me. Okay. Oveshkin, you. All right. So I didn't want to go with obvious stuff, but. Uh, so I got two and you got one, right? Correct. I, I almost took Curry, too. Just because I was like, ah, LeBron, everyone's got his jersey. I bet LeBron was two. Yeah, it's everybody's got it. All right, last one. After this past NFL opening week, which team now has the most consecutive opening week losses in the NFL at seven years in a row? Oh, seven years in a row. I type mine. Well, there's a good thing. There's only 16 teams I can pick from on this. Correct. That's a tough one, though. Um. And I know for a fact it's not the Browns because they tied last year. So Correct. I got 15 teams I can pick from. All right. I got it. Like, you got yours typed? No. Uh, I got to think about this. Give me a second. Pick the Patriots. Okay. Pick the Patriots. Good. Pick the Patriots. Go. Who do you got? Miami. So do I. <laughs> Miami, Miami. So right now you're up by what? Two and a half? One and a half. One and a half. Oh, because I was ahead. Yes. All right. So now here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Or Cincinnati. Fuck. I forgot about the Bungles. Damn it. You're going to take a big lead this week because you know wrestling, you're going to destroy me. Yeah. I you, didn't last week. Yeah, you're right. Here we go. Type, 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 type. Wow, that's what I would have said. Correct answer, Colts. Mm. Bears are second at six. Damn. Okay. The Colts seven. So thank you, Jeremy. In a row. All right. Interesting. Thank you, Jeremy. I love that. Yeah, though. Good questions. All right. So NASCAR. Let's go to the updated pod standing. So what happened last week? We had Matt Tift, Paul Menard, Ty Dillon. (laughs) Matt Tift. Tift, (laughs) 32nd. Not bad. Menard, 10th. Woo! Ty Dillon, 13th. That was like his retirement gift. So the, right. To me. Mad to Benedetto, man. He's got her fucking ride. Woods Woods Brothers Racing. That's good. Which they're linked up with Penske. They use Penske Motors. Yep. Which is, dude, this is great for De Benedetto. I'm, yep. I'm happy because I was worried he wasn't going to get a ride. Now we know he's got one. Yeah, that was good. I wonder if he told Paul Menard. Now we can buy his damn swag. Yes, we can. <laughs> we and can they, actually they buy have, it. They will have a uh, trailer out there. And I bet you they have some, uh, next year they might have a good sponsor. If they don't have the one they already have lined up, which is Menard's, uh, it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm looking Maybe forward Barstool to that. Maybe Barstool will sponsor him. That would be awesome. Or Over the Line Sports Podcast. 
we can get like a little inch section. I don't even know if we could do that. <laughs> yeah, probably not. So uh, to update the final, final regular season uh, standings, we are all within 21 points. Oof. After the entire regular season, which is just incredible to me, I'm at 392. Dubs at 407. You're at 413. All right. So 15.1, 15.7, 15.9. And the winner of the race last week was Harvick. Yep. Bubba, Bubba Wallace finished third. Did he? Yeah. I didn't I didn't watch any of the race. I, I just saw and, Harvick. Dude, won. I saw that my guys wrecked and I won. I'm like, how the hell did I win? And I had two guys in the negative, but a lot of guys were in the negative. I think everybody had Kyle Busch. I think, I, yeah. I think I had like 50 points or something. I don't even know. Something crazy. You yeah. know, and uh, that I wasn't is, even paying attention until I. Um, the only reason why I looked is because I set my lineups for the afternoon games on DraftKings. That's mm-hmm. about the only reason why for football. I was like, ah, oh, shit, NASCAR's in. I forgot. Right. So uh, this week we are at Las Vegas. They had a race there earlier this year. Um, I couldn't tell you who won. Uh, this is only the fir- this is the first time they're doing both two Vegas races in the year. Uh, and we picked at the time. I will read it verbatim: Douche McDoucherson, Truex, and Paul Menard. And Douche McDoucherson was third. Truex was eighth, and I had Menard at fifteenth. Logano won the race. Okay. Uh, the picks this week. I will go first. My pick is actually Logano, and Brandon's is Brad Keselowski, who has won here, I think, three times? Yes, three times. So this is a Bush Brothers track. You know, they're from Vegas, but I think they've only won here a few times. Not many. Kyle, I think, just won here recently for the first time, Um, or a couple times. Kyle won Six, seven years? Oh, nine. Oh, shit, ten years ago. Okay. What about Kurt? Has he won here? So it's gone Logano, Keselowski, Harvick, Truex, Keselowski, Harvick, Keselowski, Kenseth, Stewart, Edwards, Jimmy, Kyle, Edwards, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. So we've got a... You know who I'm picking this week? uh, Kevin. Jimmy Johnson. Are you really? Buck, yeah. I don't have to pick people in the playoffs, do I? No. You just got 10 drivers, right? Yeah. Okay. I got 10 drivers, and I am off of my strategy because I'm not taking... There's... There's five top guys, right? Logano, well, maybe six. Hamlin, Logano, Keselowski, Bush, Harvick, Truex. And Truex has and had Bush. a down year. Kurt Busch is True. Chase Elliott. True. Chase, too. But Jimmy has three wins here. Four wins here, excuse me. Um, is probably really pissed off that he missed the playoffs, so why not spoil everyone else and go and win this race? Hey, that's a, I, I like it. That's a good strategy. That's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it plays out for him. You're going to have to have one mid, one or two mid-tier drivers in there. You and just are. This is the first so. year that Jimmy has not made the playoffs. Yep, so I'm going to go off on a limb and start that way. Dude, I like it. So what's, it'll be interesting. Yeah, because our guys could wreck. We've seen shit like this happen. It's, yeah. I, I mean, mean, look at last week. You, you, you finished fucking 10th. Yeah. <laughs> And 13th, when Matt fucking tiffed, idiot. Once I stop picking with, oh, Kyle Busch is from Las Vegas, I'm going to pick him, because that's stupid, even though he finished third, don't get me wrong. But I just I, I, I started pick picking off of history, and that's why I took Paul well, Menard, and he won the race before. He's done decent at the breakyard, and he finished 10th. Well, I'm, I'm keeping Kyle as long as he makes it, and I'm going to save him for the last race as long as he keeps getting into the next round. So uh, yeah. we'll see. And I mean, and also you got to think, we have Talladega in here. To anything that's can anybody. happen at Talladega. Right. There's your Matt Tift race. Tal- <laughs> Talladega earlier this year we had, um, let's go back, Austin Dillon, Michael McDowell, who finished 40th for you there, Bear, and uh, Ricky yeah. Stenhouse, 25th. Yeah, I remember that one because I turned the race on <laughs> and uh, he wrecked like two laps later and I was like, ah, shit. Right. And 
Um, so we can just let's let's move on to the next thing now that NASCAR is done. Uh, baseball. Baseball. So let's talk about something big that happened here. Yeah, the Yankees blew a six-run lead last night to the shittiest team in baseball. <sighs> God, you dick. Now don't get me wrong; they're going to win ten to nothing tonight. But dear God, really? Well, that's not I what I, that's not what I was going with. Oh, they had a shitload of home runs, but Christian Yelich out for the year. Really? I didn't see that. Yeah, fractured kneecap. The only reason why I knew the Yankees blew the lead is because when I was coming over, the little ESPN ticker popped up and let me know that. Well, they, on the radio. <laughs> I was like, cool. They, uh, yeah, fractured kneecap. Tough for the Brewers. So the Yankees and Astros are both at 95-51, have the best records in baseball. Speaking of that, the Astros put up, what, 22 and yeah. then 13? Yeah. They are hot right now, and the Yankees need to be worried because – you, I mean, don't get me wrong. You both have great offenses, but they're getting hot right now. Well, here's what's tough. Like, uh, the Tampa Bay Rays were out of it for a little bit. They've won six in a row, okay? And uh, I'm not going to go into division races. Indians are five out of the Twins, and everything else is pretty much done. So it's going to come down to the Indians, the Rays, and Oakland for two spots. Yep. That's what it's coming down to. And they're all within a couple games. Out in the National League, you've got Atlanta. They're ahead, and they're going to win that division. Cardinals are ahead of the Central by four over the Cubs and five over Milwaukee, and then the Dodgers are so far ahead. So Dodgers have already clinched a playoff spot. They're the only team in baseball so far that has clinched a playoff spot, by the way. Correct. And uh, if you look out at the wild card standings, so Cleveland is a half game out of Oakland. One loss. Mm-hmm. They played an extra game, and it was a loss. They won three in a row, though. So we'll see. And then out west, or out west, in the National League, Nationals are two and a half up on Chicago, who's in second. And Chicago is a game up on Milwaukee. I think you can count them out unless they, you know, rally behind losing their best player. They won five in a row. Yeah, but they just lost Yelich, so we'll see. The Phillies, don't count the Phillies out either. Don't count count many of these. I mean, the Diamondbacks, two and a half. The Mets are three out. That's not bad. The D-backs, I just, I don't have a strong feeling on. The Phillies, I don't know for whatever reason, I think they're going to sneak into that second spot. I just yeah. And then the Mets, they're still there. You know, they're still trying to find it. If they didn't blow as many damn games as they did in the beginning of the season, they would win that damn division. Yeah. But uh, they blew a lot of games. They did. Closer, closers were bad, and the relievers were not good either. And we can look at tonight or what's going on right now. So the Mets are <laughs> Mets are uh, still batting in the bottom of the first. They're up 5 nothing. It's Arizona. Playing? Arizona, yeah, there you go. There you go. So that they, they should hold on and win that game, so they're going to jump ahead. Yep. Uh, Milwaukee is losing 2-1 to one to – Miami, uh, Baltimore is up one nothing over the Dodgers, and everything else is zero zero. So yeah, Cleveland's playing at LAA. Um, the Angels stink. They've beat them the last two times, and they took two or three from the Twins. So they're on a hotter streak. They need to keep it going. Um, brr, let me try to because I think they play Tampa here again. I want to say which would be a huge series. I just want to see how many games they have left. Um, let's see. So they have. Oh, so they got. L.A. today, and then they got three. So they got a big homestand coming up, right? They play three against Minnesota. Okay. Um, with two of the best pitchers they have and one hot one right now. Um, they are pitching Savali, Clevenger, and Bieber. And then they got three against Detroit. So that needs to be a sweep. And then they got three against Philly. And then they end the year at the White Sox and at Washington. So the White Sox, they need to take three there. And at Washington is going to be a tough series because Washington's going to be fighting to stay in that top spot. So um, they're going to have to end strong. They got, what, three, six, nine, 12, 15 games, 16 games left. So they need to they need to go 10 and 6 to make the playoffs. Wow. In my opinion. 
they still take division. They sweep the Twins. They're only down two. So Sorry, I had to update my calendar because I got to do some stuff later tonight, like our survival picks, the league we're both in. We're both still alive. Took the Eagles last week. I squeaked it out. And I took you had, the Seahawks. Yeah, and you squeaked it out too. Yeah. I mean, we were, we were both lucky. So moving on, NCAA football. Bad week for the podcast. Uh, I was three six and one. You guys were both four five and one. Um, I got a bad break. I'm going to say it with Clemson. They were up that whole time, and then they get a score at the end of the game, and but and you knew Clemson wasn't going to go try to score yeah, again. Yeah, that was a big backdoor cover. Yeah, and then uh, Alabama missed it by like three. Georgia missed it by like three. It was all it was all bad. Ohio State blew the shit out of Cincinnati, forty two nothing. So fuck you, Brandon, for taking Cincinnati. It did not see that one coming. Um, Blow uh, uh, shutout blowout. I the blowout I could see, but I figured it would be a closer game. I think we said that, mm-hmm. um, but we still said because I think they were what seventeen point favorite, right? Sixteen and a half. Yeah, so so I, I think that what they did was impressive as shit. Yeah. And you know who has the best completion percentage in the NCAA right now? Oh yes, Justin Fields. Mr. Fields. And you know who's second? Joe mm-hmm. Burrow. Both Buckeye quarterbacks. Well, one just happens to play for LSU, but yeah. Um, so, yeah, rough week, a lot of bad beats, but that's what happens when you get larger spread games, and I think it's happening again this week because yeah. no top 25 teams play each other this week. I know that for a fact. No, no. Nope, none play each other I this week. I thought Iowa and Iowa State were both ranked. Iowa State's not ranked. Nope. There's, they aren't? Nope, they're only 1-0. Iowa's like 20th, and Iowa State's really? like 28th, I think. No shit. I didn't realize that. Yeah, they're right there, um, but they are not ranked. So there are no... Ranked matchups because if Syracuse would have beat Maryland, they would have been a ranked matchup. But Syracuse got the doors blown off of them by Maryland. Yes. Uh, hmm. That's interesting. And uh, yeah, so we can get right into that. I'll, I'll update the the standings right here. So we've got. You're going to hear me clicking. Overall standings as of week three, beginning for college. Uh, I am ten eleven and one. Bear is twelve nine and one. And Dub is thirteen eight and one. Did you put his picks in already? I did. Okay, good. I have already put them in for both NFL and NCAA, so we don't need to worry about that. All right, I was going to read them off to you, so we're good. No, we're good. All right, so game one, Clemson at Syracuse, minus 27.5. Man, I just – I think Syracuse is going to keep it close. Um, They got demoralized last week by Maryland at Maryland. Uh, They're going to lose the game, but I don't think – Clemson is covered. They didn't cover against Georgia Tech. They didn't cover against Texas A&M. And I don't think they're going to cover again this week. Uh, but they're going to win. So give me Clemson, 31, Syracuse. Well, they, they did cover against Georgia Tech. Oh, barely though, right? Mm, I don't know how much they won by. They won by it, 36.5 was a spread. Yeah, and it was like 52-14. Something like that. So they covered by 38, yeah, yeah. Okay, so they did cover, but I don't think it happens this week. Thirty-one uh, seventeen. I think they're gonna they're gonna cover. I think it's gonna be thirty-eight ten. They're gonna get it by a half point. I don't think much. Okay. Um, all right, Alabama, South Carolina at South Carolina, twenty-five and a half. Bama for Dub. Oh, and he took Clemson too. Twenty-five and a half at South Carolina. Right. South Carolina blue. Other quarterbacks out. Yeah, give me uh, Alabama by four touchdowns. Alabama here as well. Uh, Georgia again at home against Arkansas State, 33. You give me Georgia. Big time. All right. Georgia. Georgia. And Arkansas State for Brandon. Georgia for me. 
All right. Uh, LSU versus Northwestern State, 51 and a half. It's such a huge number, but Northwest State, really? Yeah, give me LSU, like, 65 to nothing. I'm going to take Northwestern State. I need a risky one here. That's a tough one. It is. Oklahoma at UCLA, 23 and a half. Yeah, I, uh, I think that's low. I, I, I thought so, too. They're going to beat it by 50. Yeah, uh, Oklahoma should blow the doors off. I don't care if it's in UCLA. Jalen Hurts is a man on a mission, it looks like, so far this year. So Oklahoma by five touchdowns. Yeah, uh, this one kind of seems low to me, too. But I know this is Ohio State. When they go on a road against a team that's not supposed to be there, that we struggle. But at Indiana, 16 and a half. Um, they do. They always start off slow against Indiana, especially in Indiana. There's been some close ones, but 16.5 is a good number because I think the Buckeyes win by three touchdowns. And see, I think they're going to win by more than that. You know, last week was 16.5. Uh, I think it's going to be similar. I think they get it by six touchdowns. Yep. Indiana's been playing good ball, though. So This is true. I mean, but I think Ohio State's playing good ball, too, and Justin Fields keeps getting better. We, we You and I talked about he's still making he's making those mistakes for me, which he's got to get better at when he's got 10, 11 seconds, and he's doing still looking for guys like throw the damn ball away or yep. run, That's like his, make a damn decision. It's going to be his issue. All right. So next we've got Notre Dame versus New Mexico Lobos, 35. It's a big number. It's a huge number. Notre Dame also embarrassed themselves against Louisville, pretty much. Um, who'd Brandon take? Well, he could take a New Mexico. I know. He do, usually does go against him. Uh, he took Notre Dame. He took Ohio State and Oklahoma, by the way, five, and Northwestern State. Five touchdowns, man, against New Mexico. Mm-hmm. But it's their home opener. Notre Dame, 45-7. to seven. Uh, I give him the cover. Uh, I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to take New Mexico. It's not a bad pick. That was a tough one for me. It is, but I mean, I can. I might still be going further away from you guys. Auburn, 35 versus Kent State. 35 even? Even. Yeah, give me Auburn. Same. Uh, Florida at Kentucky, minus 8. Yeah, I, uh, I think Florida has beaten Kentucky like some absurd... 34 times in a row or some shit like that. Um, Maybe up until last year. I can't remember. But Kentucky is a tough team at home. Florida, I think, is a little overrated. They they, they didn't look great week one. Uh, And you just saw Miami lose to North Carolina. But um, North Carolina looks good, too. They beat what? South Carolina and Miami? Both come from behind wins, yeah. And both were underdog. Yeah, I'll give you that. But Miami sucks. Miami's bad. Yeah, I agree. Florida barely beat them. So I'm going to go with Kentucky here, and I'm going to pull the full upset special. I think Kentucky wins on a game-winning field goal. I'm going to go Florida here. Uh, I think Kentucky you know, struggled against University of Toledo at home, and Florida is off. Toledo's tough, though. They are. Toledo or Florida's coming off a bye week. Give me Florida. I think they win by 14. Revenge game here, minus 14. Michigan State versus Arizona State. They lost this last year. At Arizona State. They lost at Arizona State. They're at home this year. They're in Michigan State? Yes, sir. East Lansing. 14. Let me make sure because now I'm questioning my actual shit because they're what? They're ranked 19th, Michigan State? Yes. Now I'm questioning what I just told you. Uh, cause Sounds last, right. Last year it was at Arizona State. Um, yeah. yeah, it's at Michigan State. They're both 2-0, 14. 
coming out coming out east up north for a warm weather team isn't easy. Michigan State looked really good last week. Yeah, they did. They finally covered. They looked really good against Tulsa. They just didn't cover. And I'm two and zero picking Michigan State. So I'm gonna go. Honestly, I think yeah, this, we're both two and zero. I think they win by fourteen, but I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take Michigan State here Same because here. So obviously branded. it doesn't matter if we tie. So right. I'm gonna say Michigan State by fifteen. All right, next uh, Iowa at Iowa State. Iowa is a two and a half point favorite. It's where game days at this week. Um, they have a lot of really close good games. So I normally take the home team. I'll take Iowa State. All right, Brandon took Iowa State in plus two and a half. I'm going to actually go the other way. I think Iowa wins by three. This is the biggest coin flip in the world because it's going to come down to a field goal either way. No matter what, it's coming down to a field goal. Correct. Someone's winning by three points in this game. So we'll see. It'll be a fun game. It always is. It always is. What is their trophy? Like the Cy, uh, something like that. It's It's a cool trophy. I haven't seen in a long time. The rival rivalry one. Rivalry. 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 Rivalry week. All right. Oh, and the other thing I forgot in baseball was: Did you see the brothers face off against each other first time? Pitcher to batter. Yeah, Brian Moran. Pitcher against Colin. Yeah, and he struck him out. It was three-two count, and he was going Walker strikeout, and he struck him out. Yeah, I thought. And right he just laughed. And uh, so on to NFL. So week one. Uh, one thing I wanted to throw out here, there's a few things. Did you see Malik Hooker's interception? Amazing. One-handed. In fucking sane. Um, on the run, still running. <laughs> that'll be the best catch of the year. Actually, I don't know. DeAndre made some pretty sweet ones oh Monday God, night. But that nuts. might be the best catch of the year. That was probably the best Monday night football game I've seen ever. Yeah. Um, that was Well, the only one that was any better was Dallas-Buffalo, like, 08. Yeah. That was about that was it. good too. That was about the only other one I could remember. Yeah, the last minute was phenomenal. So yeah, it was, it was unreal in that field My goal. My fantasy team loved it. Oh, I bet. DeAndre and then Breeze and Thomas. Right. Baby. So uh, week week one fun stat: the Patriots ran twenty five plays without a tight end on the field. In two thousand eighteen, they only ran twenty four plays without a tight end the whole year. <laughs> Yeah, it shows what uh, impact Gronk makes. Huh? And l- they absolutely dominated Pittsburgh, and AB's coming this week. But do you need, what did you think? Dorsett looked pretty good. He did. Um, and, I mean, I think AB's going to be fine. He's practicing. Obviously, some chick came out and said sexually assaulted her and Three all times, this. Right? Who knows? It's another one of those why is this coming out now? Right. Why didn't it come out when he signed $30 million with the Raiders? Why is it coming out when he signs 15 with the Patriots? Weird timing, right? in my opinion. Um, it's bad timing because it happened like two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. And then once someone goes to another team, whether it happened or not, don't get me wrong, it's still wrong if it did, but whether it happened or not, she picked a really bad time right. to do that. Um, so we'll see. I don't know what to expect. I've heard that he might not even play this week. I mean, why? Why wouldn't you give him another week of practice with Brady, have him get along and get together when you're just going to play the shitty Dolphins, who right. just got absolutely pooped on by the Ravens? I mean, Lamar Jackson, holy shit. Dude. Right. Dude. What? And I benched him. <laughs> <laughs> he had four passing touchdowns. Yeah, week one was odd. AB is a Patriot. Uh, Saquon fumbled. Lamar could pass he the running back could throw yeah it was unreal but um, again it's the dolphins we'll see how they do this week i mean i think they're not playing anybody better they're playing the cardinals i think 
yeah. at home. Yeah, Kyler. I think, I think that's what about gonna, the difference of two halves for a guy? Yeah, even a quarter, the fourth no. quarter alone, I guess. I mean, and look, you see him on the field. That motherfucker is five eight. He's small as shit. I don't. They, I what do they that. say? Five ten and a half bullshit. Yeah, but with cleats. But well, he could be five ten and a half with cleats. If you That's get, what like, I'm saying. With cleats. cleats. <laughs> but how? I I mean, don't get me wrong. He played great, right? He did. But Patricia sucks. He's a bad coach. Yeah. He's not good. Mm-hmm. How are you up eighteen in the fourth quarter and you're still throwing the ball on first and second down? Like, and run, they had the game one and what was it? One of their coordinators called timeout. Run the ball. Yeah. Like run the damn ball. So, and, then, and you see Stafford on the sideline, just trust me. Trust me. Yeah. And he was pissed. Yeah. And um, that's why the Lions franchise is just such trash. They can't – I mean, they just can't put this shit together. It's, that's undisciplined football is all mm-hmm. that is. So, whatever. It is what it is. They tied. I mean, I guess they didn't lose. Could have been worse. It could have been the Browns and got blown out. Browns yeah. out, outgained Tennessee, by the way, and lost by 30. Yeah, they were favored by what, 10, 7? No. I seven. think it was like four or something. But eh, they lost by 30. Yeah. But they lost by 30. So, fans, I, I love seeing those memes. Don't cheer for us when we lose by 30 when we're going to win. Well, you lost by 30 again. No, I think that's what it was. It said, don't don't be, don't be, bitch if we lost by 30 when you weren't here the last time we lost by 30 or something like that. Well, that, that was this after this week. But yeah. I'm saying the first, what it said first was, don't come cheer for us when we're winning. When you used to not cheer for us when no, we lost okay. by 30, and they lost by 30 again. It doesn't matter. It's week one. They'll it be is fine. week one. They will be fine. I totally agree. All right. So, you ready for these picks? Oh, wait. One more. Yes. Dallas whooped the shit out of the Giants. Yeah, they did. And how um, about Dak? Perfect quarterback rating. How about Kellen Moore? Yeah. Calls, it's so man. It's so nice to see a coordinator who doesn't call, like, run up the gut, run up the gut pass or... Oh, we're, uh, we're on the three. Let's throw three times instead of run it with the best running back in the NFL. So if he keeps us up, you think he's a head coach next year? No, no, no. Nope. Okay. He'll be. He you think will, he could be in line to be Dallas's head coach? Could, well, I mean, Garrett's contract's up this year. so. But if he does it and takes them to the promised land of the playoffs and they win a couple and maybe get further, then. Resign. Yeah. Um, Kellen Moore could be for sure. He could stay there, but I mean, and it's it's one game, and the Giants have a shitty defense. Don't get me wrong. We you know we need to watch it. The problem is this week they got Washington, who Carson Wentz just threw all over. So Dak should have another field day, right. and then they play Miami. So I mean, you don't just just go with vanilla offense, right? Don't throw all the good stuff out because then you play Philly or uh, Green Bay. And then Philly, and then another tough team, maybe the Saints and, or something. So, and then uh, on Monday night we talked about the game, but how about the Raiders, man? They came out. Yeah. They, I mean, the they almost gave it up at the end. Flacco showing what he can do when he can play two minute ball, and they scored. They just uh, they just missed. What did they just miss that onside kick? Yeah, barely. They had they had it. They did. And they they didn't uh, end up getting it, and the Raiders ended up winning. But the Raiders look good. Their defense looks solid. Derek Carr looked good. Um, Josh really Jacobs, good. holy shit, dude! That, that dude's nuts. Yeah, that kid. And they were. I was listening to. Um, I was listening to the radio, and they said fantasy radio, and they said him not starting at Alabama is huge because he has fresh legs. Yeah. They said he runs pissed off, and you could see it, and he looked good, really yeah. good. So. If that kid stays healthy, the Raiders got a steal of a running back at 28, I think, or yeah. whatever they And he was the first one off the board. Him. Yeah. Yep. As obviously after, like I said, one game he should be. But 
Denver's defense is no slouch, and mm-hmm. he ran all over them. I think 89 yards, two touchdowns. Denver got, and I told carries. you, ex-wife won her fantasy football game for work, 122.72 to 122.62. He had Denver's D. They got zero. Yeah. That's how she won. Zero. Yep. Isn't That's that, the only way she won. And she won by a yard. That's that, a yard. Isn't that crazy one. that a defense can make, you know, you get now negative points for defense, right? And mm-hmm. you're like, well, I could have just had zero mm-hmm. play your defense. So I think we had someone play the Jags defense against Kansas City for whatever reason. Got negative seven. Why don't I mean why? Yeah, it wasn't it, it wasn't a good week for uh, my team there. But my other team in my work league scored one sixty, so that was good. Good. Yeah. I won. I beat Jeremy. Sorry, uh, demolition. Mm-hmm. The Boggs account beat you. <laughs> Too bad. One sixty to one hundred five, something like that. One fifty nine to one hundred five, something. Something absolutely insane. It's a long year, so long, long year. It is an absolutely long year. And, you know, when we're looking at this, if we're talking about fantasy, I can just tell you about this. The uh, uh, Why did it kick me out? That's pretty trashy. It kicked me out of the uh, NFL. Good. No, that's not good. I wanted to did. tell you this. I was looking forward to this. Because, uh, and the reason, uh, by the way, that ex-wife won is she has Christian McCaffrey, who just went off. Yeah. Um, the guy is nuts. And this PPR league, I did not realize you get a point per reception. A point. Yep. A solid point. Yep. That's In our NFL league, in our league, we get what, half point? Half point, yep. So I had, so I can tell you the lineup here. Breeze had 20 point. I'm not going to give you the points. He had 20. I won't give you the decimal. Uh, Bell had 23, Lindsey had 10, Julio Jones had 15, Thielen had 13, Kittle had 13, Watkins had 46, uh, McManus had 10, Dallas's D had 6. Bench, Rivers had 23. You'll love this. McCoy had 10. Uh, Fitzgerald had 25. Delaney Walker had 22. Those guys are on my bench. And yeah. you'll love this because you know I Walker like – Walker was huge. You know I, I felt we stole – Johnny and I took – and we put him on our bench in the other league, unfortunately. But Devin Singletary – he had 14. You know when I picked him up in that work league? 1259. <laughs> I picked him up. And he I put him on a bench because I couldn't I couldn't swap him in because I barely got him. Yeah. Because I knew somebody would pick him up this week. I said, nope, not happening. So Jeremy, I'm sorry I beat you. The other scores, 138, 114, 122 to 90. Uh the the <laughs> the girl that has all Browns players. You'll like that. I told you about that, didn't oh, I? Oh god, yeah. Baker, Duke Johnson, who's with Houston, Nick Chubb, Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham. Njoku, they all scored over 10, except for Baker. He had 9. Josh Gordon was 16. And then Cleveland's kicker, 1. The Browns, D, 0. Brady on the bench with 25. Uh, that was a bit mistake. Um, and then, like I said, uh, ex-wife won. She had Rodgers only had 12. Damian Williams, 18. McCaffrey, 42. Mm. Westbrook, 14. Juju, 13. Both her tight ends were out, and I told her. And so she picked up Doyle, only got 3. Lockett, 11. Uh, but if she didn't think about this, if she didn't get a tight end and I didn't tell her, she lost. Yeah. So you're welcome, ex-wife, if you listen to this. Crosby had four, and the Texans D only had two. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, because she has Trey Burton, and then the other one that got hurt was uh, Jordan Reed. So he's hurt, and he's always hurt. He's a concussion walking. Uh, but uh, nothing but net, you know, who's in our league, mm-hmm. Lynette, she had 164. Damn. And her quarterback only had five. She had Baker? Uh, no, she had Cam Newton. Mm, uh, yeah. She had David Johnson, 25, Fournette, 11, Hopkins, 31, Godwin, 14, Ingram, 28, Cooper, 22, Amari Cooper, uh, Bucker, kicker, 16, Bears, D, 9. 
And on the bench, on the bench, Jacobs. Josh Jacobs, 24, on a bench. Good picks. I like it. So let's get into some NFL picks this week. You want to talk about uh, real quick what happened uh, in the in the pod standings on ESPN Pigskin Pickup. Yep. Ex-wife at 13, leading by herself. She Jay. took the damn Steelers. That was a loss. And then Bengals, I would, I would have said, was a stupid pick, but they only lost by one. Yeah, it's still a stupid pick. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Jay Kerr, 17, had 12. ESPN fan, a whole bunch of numbers, had 12. Beast without the A had 12. <laughs> Nothing but Net had 12. Eric Green, 12. And we are at 11 with one, two, three, four, five, six other people. Where's, where's Pod Dad? He That's is, my old man. He's uh, dead last. Well, sorry, second to last because ESPN fan, XXA, blah, 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 had zero, didn't put in a lineup. What do you have, nine, ten? Nine. Ooh. Three people had nine. So Eagle, 45, 06, 06 US1, Eric, 2341, and Pod Dad all had nine. So Where is Jeremy? Step your game up. Jeremy, 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 Jeremy is tied with us at seven. What about the Twitter? Justin's in there, ain't he? Seven. All right. Yep. All right. I like it. All right. Let's get into this week then. All right. All right. When I, you tell me when you're ready. Yeah. Hold on. All right. Thing clicked. All right. Ready. Ready. Tampa Bay at Carolina. Um, I am taking Carolina. I am taking Carolina. Brandon took, Brandon Carolina. took Carolina. Yep. All right. Next, Arizona, Baltimore. Uh, or, or, I'm sorry, Baltimore, Baltimore, Baltimore. Baltimore, Baltimore, Baltimore. San Francisco at Cincinnati. This could be a trap game. Um, it, the Bengals are actually favored in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, but give me San Francisco. Same. We're all taking They're it. They're staying in Youngstown. They're not going back out west to come back out. So that's why taking San Fran. All right. Chargers at Lions. Yeah, give me the Chargers. Chargers. Sorry, Lions. All right. So far, so good. We're it, all it'll ag- be a tight game, though. We all agree. So far. This could change it. Minnesota at Green Bay. This is a tough one. Um, Green Bay's defense looked really good. Yeah, they did. But I think it was just opening night jitters from Mm -hmm. everybody because their offense looked like shit besides for one drive. But they also played a tough defense. Vikings' offense looked good. Dalvin Cook looked good. Thielen. Kirk Cousins looked good. (laughs) Got to remember last year in this game – the Vikings were down eight with a minute 12 left and came back, tied it, and they tied. Um, man, this is tough. I'm going to go with Minnesota. Uh, so am I. I think they pull it out. Jacksonville at Houston. Brandon take. Not Minnesota, we all agree. Oh, okay. Uh, Jacksonville at Houston. Jacksonville now without Foles. I like Gardner Minshew. I think that kid's going to be good, but not this week. I think the Texans play pissed off after choking. So We can almost skip this next one. New England at Miami. Give me just Tom Brady. Okay. Uh, New England. Buffalo at the Giants. This is going to be a good game. Um, Bills squeaked one out, came back, looked like shit for a half, man, and then just came back out of nowhere. Josh Allen, dude, dude's a winner. Um, The Giants got beat up by Dallas. Home opener for the Giants, in-state rivalry. But I'm going to go with the Bills here. I like the Bills. (sighs) And Brandon took the uh, Giants, New York football Giants. Oh, by the way, the standings. Um, you're 10-5-1. I'm 11-4-1. Brandon's 12-3-1. Podcasts were 11-4-1. and 
But I'm the deciding factor. Usually I side with you, and I will again. Okay. The Bills. Going with the Bills for the podcast. Seattle at Pittsburgh. Um, oh, there it is. Um, give me Seattle. I think Pittsburgh. Um, I don't. I don't. I mean, don't get me wrong. The Patriots are great and all, but three points. I mean, normally Roethlisberger and all that throw them up. I have a feeling without Brown, man, they're lost. Um, you know, what? I'm going to go the other way because Seattle did not impress me at home with Cincinnati, and of course Pittsburgh didn't impress me either. But I think that we're not talking about New England's defense looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. They knew how to cover Juju. We'll see if Seattle does. Um, I'm going to take Pittsburgh. Okay, who dub take Seattle? Okay, so Seattle for the podcast. Yep. Colts at Titans. Um, Colts played well, came back, tied the Chargers, but ended up vastly losing in overtime. Um, Titans beat the shit out of Cleveland. I think the Titans don't beat the shit out of the Colts. It's close, but give me the Titans here. Brandon, sorry, Brandon took the Colts. Of course he did. And his history repeats itself. You know who I'm taking. The Titantrons. Mm-hmm. Not a bad pick. All right, Dallas at Washington. How about them Cowboys? Cowboys, Brandon took the Cowboys. Kansas City at Oakland. 425-er, 405-er. Um, Oakland at home. Sorry, Mahomes is just good. Kansas, Even though he did get beat up a little bit. but Kansas City across the board. Yeah. Chicago at Denver. This is going to be an ugly game, I think. Low scoring, not great. I'm going to go with the Bears 13-10. to 10. I'm going to go with the Bears, too. Uh, I think they put some points up, though. I think they get over 20. Um, Ram Saints at Rams. Game of the week. Game of the week. The NFC Championship rematch in L.A., though. Correct. Not in New Orleans. Uh, you know New Orleans is going to be pissed off. Mm-hmm. The Rams looked decent against Carolina, um, but I wasn't a huge fan. I didn't think they were the greatest, so I'm going to go with the Saints here. Brandon took the Rams. This is just a straight toss-up. I mean, and history for us is going to repeat itself. Taking the Saints? Yep. Okay. I wouldn't be mad if you took the Rams either. I, I know. It's going to be a good I, game. I, I'm going with my gut. I already, you know, and I know what my picks are all the way across the board. Um, the only one that you and I disagreed on was Pittsburgh and Seattle. So it is what it is. Uh, Philly at Atlanta. I think the Falcons are going to play better. Um, I think that they struggle in Minnesota, no doubt. That's a tough place to play. They just lost their, I want to say, left tackle maybe for mm-hmm. the season. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not good because their offensive line was already beat up. Their defense is already beat up. Um, they're going to have to put up a lot of points to stay with Philly here, and I just think Philadelphia is going to be too much. Also, I think a rematch of the playoffs last year. Phil, I think Philadelphia beat the Falcons. Right. To uh, maybe not. Maybe it was two years ago. Might have been. I don't know. Regardless, no, I don't think the Falcons made the playoffs last year. Um, but yeah, Eagles here. Um, close to Sunday night game, right? Yes. Um, Atlanta kind of played last week. They were kind of embarrassing. I think they only scored twelve. Right. Uh, Sounds about right. At Minnesota, though. Um, yeah. You know, now they're home. Home opener against Philly. Philly looked bad against Case Keenum. Matt Ryan has all the talent around him, and I think they play better. I think Atlanta wins. I do. Okay. Brandon took Philly. Philly for the podcast. Yep. And then the Monday night game, Cleveland at the Jets. 
I think Cleveland gets their first win here. Um, it's going to be tight, though. It's not going to be pretty, but it's going to be tight. Browns, 22. What was it, first two quarterbacks off the board last year? Yeah. I'm going to go Browns, 22-17. I'm taking the Browns, and so is Brandon. I mean, you got to remember, this is who they um, broke the streak with last year. They beat the Jets to lose their 18 right. straight losing games. So I think it's going to happen again. Um, I let Brandon pick the tiebreaker last week. I'm going to pick it this week because it's an odd score, and I like it. You just you get it, it next week. 22-17 Browns. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, that's good. Give me the rundown. Panthers. Correct. Bills. Hold on. Slow it down because they're out of order. Yeah. Bills, yes. Niners. Uh, yes. Cowboys. Yes. Chargers. Do we all have Chargers? Who are the Chargers playing? Lions. Oh, yeah. Vikings. Yep. Titans. Yes. Patriots. Yes. Ravens. Yes. Seahawks. Sea chickens, yep. Houston. Yep. Chiefs. Yep. Burrs. Burrs. Saints. Yep. Eagles. Yep. Brownies. Yep. There you go. Okay. You said Texans. Did you say them? Yep. Okay. Houston. Oh, yeah. Good call. Same damn thing. All right, that's our picks for the week on that. Uh, let's continue on. Not much left in the show. Sports movie discussion. Mm, mm-hmm. Giants, giants, help us, God. I had to watch that three times this weekend <laughs> because my son watched it the first time, thought it was great, and then started asking me questions, which I thought were legitimate. I said, hey, the big giants are playing the big cowboys on Sunday, and we watched the movie in the morning. He's like, are these the same people? And I'm like, no, it's a movie, Grayson. And he said, oh, okay. And he's like, but the Cowboys are going to win the real one. I said, oh, yeah. They better. Oh, wait, they did. Yep. So let's talk about that movie. Um, very good. Uh, Rick Great Moranis, uh, Danny O'Shea, and Ed O'Neill is Kevin O'Shea. Al Bundy. Al Bundy. So here's, what, here's my take on this. If Al Bundy, who scored four touchdowns in a game for Polk High, mm, would have never married Peg – that would have been his life. That is that movie is Al Bundy's life without Peg. I he, agree. He would have been a little league football coach. You are one hundred percent correct. He would have been a Heisman Trophy winner. He would have been a national champion. He would have owned a car dealership. <laughs> and would not have been putting shoes on larger women. No. <laughs> what what did he say? A fat woman clip clopped into the shoe store today. <laughs> so good. Yeah, he, he had some good comments and the little kid like I want a balloon. Kid, you already got one. <laughs> You're talking about the big woman. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I want a shade of blue. He's like, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'm going to choke you. <laughs> and when, when you, I'm paraphrasing here, but when you turn this shade of blue, you yell moo. And <laughs> move. It's just hilarious. And I, we should listen. You know what? I love Al Bundy. And I do want to talk about the movie. But um, I do want to play some of his insults. Because they are just fantastic. They're great. If you haven't seen Married with Children, though, then you don't even deserve to listen to this podcast. Yes, if you have not seen it. So I'm going to play some of his insults here. Well, in a minute, after the, uh, after the, after the ad. This is terrible. I hate the ads. you got to have them. Internet Skip wouldn't ads. exist without ads. Al's best insults. Possibly from Pluto. <laughs> <laughs> what for? The call costs more than the car. <laughs> yeah, 
Yes, and it cost more than the condom I should have used the night you were conceived. <laughs> I want a balloon. You've already got one. Uh, honey, why don't you just stay home and bowl me over? Hey, <laughs> I, I prefer a place where my balls are returned from. <laughs> Congratulations, I didn't know you were expecting. She's holding a chicken, by the way, because he calls her a chicken. You must have expanded my foot. Did I see you must have fallen on your butt a time or two? How dare you say that to my face? Well, I'd say it behind your back, but my car's only got half a tank of gas. <laughs> That's very touching, honey. Now rub my feet. Hey, I wouldn't rub your feet if a genie popped out of me. <laughs> Misunderstood your cries of pluck me to the butcher. <laughs> Girl, I wanted to be a ballerina. Ballerina? <laughs> you sure are my nutcracker. <laughs> I have just about had enough of you. Well, you wouldn't say that if I came with fries and a medium drink. <laughs> metal plate back in your head. <laughs> Although, that's a lot like putting a lid on an empty jar. Or a bra on you. <laughs> Question two. Who would you rather spend the night with? A, your wife, or B? B. <laughs> <laughs> on way, two, four, six, eight, go, they on two, three, four, you're gonna fall through the floor. <laughs> I am finally going to win the neighborhood decorating contest. What, are you going to stand out front and be the little drummer boy? <laughs> think you're going? Aren't you open? Sorry, ma'am, but unlike your mouth, we occasionally close. <laughs> just a second here. Now, why don't you just buck, 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 buck out of here? Shade of blue. Here you go. I'll tell you what I'll do then. We'll stand you in front of a mirror. I'll begin strangling you. <laughs> when you reach the shade of blue that is satisfactory to you, you yell moo and I'll stop. <laughs> That's it. I'm taking my business elsewhere. May I suggest Jenny Craig? <laughs> Hi, honey. <laughs> Did you miss me? With every bullet so far. <laughs> wow, nice wheels. But you have to realize... Stealing cars is a felony. So it's pretend to be that kid on home improvement. With this attitude, you're going to be working here for the rest of your life. Well, take a gander into the seat next to you if you want to see what your future looks like. <laughs> Solid. All right, let's go back to the little giants. There's so many. Anyone can watch Married with Children whenever they want. They cannot listen to this wonderful podcast whenever they want. We needed a good laugh. Yes, the movie. Yes, he is good. Ed O'Neill, Rick Moranis, and what do we have? Gosh, who was your favorite character in that movie? Oh, God. I mean, um, what was her name? Becky? Was that the one? Icebox. Icebox. 
But the little the nerdy kid, which I couldn't Rat-tad. remember his name. No, 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 no. The not nerdy kid, the jock kid that played for him called her ice chest all the time. <laughs> Fucking great. Absolutely great. No, Becky was good. I like that. I thought that was cool. Um who is was that was that the little nerdy kid who blew bubbles with a snot? That that was Rad Tad. That was Rad Tad, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, because I his dad so. like freaks out halfway through the movie, I think, doesn't he? When they're when he scores or something like that and he's they pan over to him in the crowd and he's like doing the pray to Jesus flail oh, his that, arms. That could be Rad Tad. The the mom, the crazy mom, is the one that, that kid scored the touchdown at the end. So it probably I don't think that was Rad Tad. Who the hell scored at the end? What was that kid's name? Isn't mm. the kid whose dad was there or something? No, that was another kid who scored a touchdown. They gave him the ball because you're his the one that just watched it six times. I this know, weekend. but I can't remember these damn kids' names. I haven't seen it in twenty years. I can never remember their names. Um, oh God, what was his name? So Berman, I, I'd have to look at the kids and their jerseys and and all of that stuff. You, you know, we know Icebox, we know Junior. I asked Grayson who his favorite favorite one was. Junior, of course, he likes the quarterback. Yep. Junior was a Junior Floyd, mm-hmm. who was the star of Final Destination. Yep, the first movie. Devin Soya or whatever. Yep. Soya. Sawa or mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. Um, the the movie. So the whole thing is uh, Rick Moranis, his character Danny O'Shea, knows nothing about football, yep. and they have this big tryout. Ed O'Neill, the star, uh, Kevin O'Shea, his older brother. You know, they open up the movie where it's old school and he's the stud and he doesn't get picked. He sits on the bench. Danny does. And he said, someday we're going to own this town. Our names will be on the tower. You yep. know, and then they fast forward to the future. Kevin's name's on the tower. Heisman Trophy winner. Owns a car dealership. Uh, Danny, Rick Moranis' character, owns a gas station. What city is that in? Uh, Urbania. So I think they're doing a play. Ohio. Yep. And I think it's a play on Urbana, Ohio. Mm-hmm. where I just golfed a few weeks ago. And uh, so he was from there. They talked about it. You know, there's there's so many things that happen in the movie, but just to kind of fast forward a little bit, the they have a tryout. The Cowboys have a tryout with all of the, the other players and his Danny's daughter, the Icebox, uh, she is one of the best players on the team, mm-hmm. but gets cut because she's a girl, and Kevin says that. And so eventually she wants to start a team. And uh, just kind of tricks her dad into it, and then he does it because he doesn't want to do it his brother's way. Yep. Has little giants. They uh, they use Darth Vader masks, old hockey equipment, <laughs> all, all these crazy things. Shit. Recruit like that kid that's riding on the uh, the horse. Do you like football? No. You want to <laughs> play football? No. All right, you can be on our team. <laughs> the one kid, the smart kid who comes up with the plays, the annexation of Puerto Rico. The annexation of Puerto Rico. He uh, he comes just to be like a play caller. Mm-hmm. Their yeah. coach, right? Yeah, yeah. One of like the, little, he, probably older than Kellen Moore in that movie. <laughs> Could be. Probably looked, looked older than Kellen Moore. Oh gosh, he. You know, he might be. Um, the I see. I just. I wish I remember the nick, nicknames of these kids, and maybe you could, um, or we can find them. But so eventually they come in. There's a, a kid that's in town that's coming in who's just a stud. They talk about who's a B Spike mm-hmm. uh, Hammersmith. I think that's his name, yep. right? Yep. And uh, so he comes into town, and they're trying to race to get him. Uh, Kevin and Danny. Kevin's in his his Corvette. Yep. And then Danny's in a go kart, and then he squeaks by the, the train, train to get right? there, and yep. he, you know he basically says, "Yeah, I'm Coach O'Shea," and all of this stuff. He gets Spike. Spike doesn't want to play there, and then finally later on, Kevin and the dad come up, and the day before the game, and they take Spike. Uh, Icebox does not play at first because she wants to be a cheerleader. She has a crush on the quarterback, Junior. And doesn't play in the first half. They go down pretty bad. 
And he gives a good halftime speech about, you know, you can do this. There's, there's basically always this. So-and-so is better. Kevin was always better than me. But one time, just one time, you know, I beat him down Cherry Hill. Mm-hmm. And the, he gets him rallied behind the whole one time. Yep. You know, all it takes is one time. What's your one time? This is your one time. So, you know, eventually Junior gets hurt. Becky comes back, has her, her skirt on, cheerleading skirt, puts on the pads. They do all these plays. Uh, like the one guy, the one kid's dad returns. You know, he runs a touchdown. Um, another one, uh, I think Becky, no, Becky didn't score, but she stopped Spike. And then Rad Tad scored. And whoever that kid is, is it Rad Tad? See, I'm going to have to look up the whole Rad Tad thing. Rad Tad Simpson from Little Giants. Because I think that's the other kid, the one that was like, that would always cry. Nope. Rad Tad, yeah, Rad Tad was a kid that always cried. I believe. So, Becky, yeah, you saw Shauna Waldron. Have you seen her? This was like, this is old, but where you yeah. saw her? Yeah, I, I've seen Whew. that before, yes. Hot Hands Hand, I forgot about him. Because remember, he, he couldn't catch, and then he puts on like the stick him mm-hmm. and then sticks it to his jersey, doesn't get it. But then his whole thing is the toilet paper, you know, and he has to picture his toilet paper because he'd catch that. So he's looking at the ball, trying to catch it, and he, he catches it. Um, Bosley was that kid's name, the one that scored the, the thing at the end. I don't know what his name was on it. Johnny Verano was John Paul Stewart. So he was the kid that scored looking for his dad. Oh, okay. See that kid? That kid we were talking about. That's the cowboy. Look at him. Timmy Moore, athlete. What does he do? Is he a rocker? Looks like it. He was uh, the voice of Stinky Peterson on Hey Arnold. Huh. Plays synth in a band called H Beam. There you go. And goes by Topher. I like it. Really nerdy. Newbie. What about Ru- Rudy Zoltek? Yeah, he's still fat. Shocking. Zoltek. He was great too. He just rip ass. You know, he yeah. rips ass in the movie. Hey. I would need to know what I have for lunch. <laughs> He's a center, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh. Uh, that's one of the daughters. Priscilla O'Shea, Alexa Vega. Yeah, she is. She's a smug. She's the most successful member of the cast. She was in Spy Kids franchise, and she was the young daughter of Kevin O'Shea. One of my favorite movies in that is he's showing the kids how to tackle, and they wouldn't hit the, his wife's holding it, and they wouldn't hit the the dummy mm-hmm. and then he goes and he shows he's a like, call it out and then he just takes off sprints tackles the dummy flies out the Keeps window going. lands on a branch and then falls into the pool mm-hmm. <laughs> you know oh yeah and then uh you know rick moranis ed o'neill ed o'neill obviously is probably the most popular in the show being al bundy now he's jay pritchard on modern family so it's funny to see how he goes from having both of them he had good looking wives one he's poor and the other he's super rich yep. you know so it's yep. pretty funny to see um Patty Floyd was the the girl he that Danny had a crush on in high school, and it's actually Junior's mom. He he enjoys her. Harold Butts was the coach and friend of Kevin O'Shea, and he was just a ruthless dick. And at the car wash, he goes in with a convertible, the tops down, and they're like, "Oh, you're the tenth customer," and just spray yep. you know spray into the I car. Remember that the convertible? I guess. So this did the budget. So this is why I want to put this into perspective for you because we talk, you know, I'm going to plug the Joker movie till it comes out. But the Joker movie budget was $55 million, Yep. Okay, which is low for yep. a comic book movie. You look at Justice League, $150 million, Avengers, probably $250 million. That's only $55 million, And it's probably, they thought it was going to do like $67 million opening weekend. Now they're thinking it might do it's 100 gonna, It's going to do a lot. Because it, he just won an award. It won like the best movie at Venice Film Festival, all that shit. But anyway, this this movie in 94, $20 million budget. Which is odd to me because it's a lot of 
football field and it's a lot of town like i don't i feel like you wouldn't need it's not like based on a set right i feel like you could go do this in a backyard somewhere pay right. some homeowner like 50 bucks yeah so i don't know where all his money came from and a lot of it must have been ed o'neill and rick moranis's salary yeah it, it probably was um and who knows what it was i mean I'm, i don't know if we'd see it in there but so in the movie too, there were some cameos. Yeah, John Madden. They stop on a bus and he shows the whole thing. He calls a play for him later. Why don't you try this? Emmett Smith, Bruce Emmett. Smith, yep. uh, Tim Brown, and um, Steve Ventman. Yeah, he was the other guy. He was the lineman that, that he pushed over. He's like, "Come on, just hit me. Oh, yeah, Go yeah. at it." Yep. Um, so those guys show up. You know, give them the lift that they need to be good, and they can do it. All this stuff. But towards the end, you know, the Giants stop them at the one. They go down and score a touchdown. Like I said. Bosley scores. His mom is the crazy mom because he was the one that came in that not padded enough. He's always he coughed three times this morning. I took him to the doctor. They yep. said he'll be okay. Yep. And then he, yeah, like you said, he had the snot coming out of his nose that they popped that popped that. So at at they bet in the movie, you know, at the coin toss, he's like, you know, we'll run it down your throat. You know, you get the ball and we'll stop you and run it down your throat. And they bet the gas station versus the car dealership. Well, they win. And he says, "You're not gonna, you're not gonna make this." Because he said earlier in the movie to him, he's like, "There will always be a job for you at, at um, the pumps." Yeah. And so at the end of the movie, he says, "Hey, hey, that stupid little bet. You know, we're not gonna do anything. There will always be a, a job for you at Danny O'Shea Chevrolet." <laughs> and he's like, "Come on, really?" And he's like, "What else?" He's like, "Well, there is one thing." Looks up and they change it to the O'Shea brothers on the water tower, which was the whole thing in the beginning of the movie. Yep. He, he ends up kissing Junior's mom. You know, Junior and, and the Icebox have their little love fling uh, and, you know, enjoyed it. It only had like a 32 on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I saw that. That was really low. A lot of bad people out there. Don't yeah, like that. assholes. Um, so what happened was there this the, the film, how it came about, there was a 90, 1992 McDonald's Super Bowl commercial. And what happened was uh, Steven Spielberg saw it saw the commercial and said i want that commercial into a movie he wants his home alone so that's what he did and the, you know home alone is obviously a cult classic every year this is a cult classic for some of us that were kids yeah. and like it i love little giants i love the the kids sports movies there were so many of them uh, when we were kids mm-hmm. i enjoyed them all too i mean we went over mighty ducks already d3 or d2 you know you had there's a lot yeah this was a good one too yeah you had a lot of baseball movies angels in the outfield little yeah. big league um rookie of the year all good ones um, you think of Happy Gilmore, that was 96. All the 90s, we were spoiled in the 90s with these sports movies. Well, I mean, the 90s in general were just good. Well, yeah, great music, everything. People. Right. And uh, so they did $20 million box office. And in the returns, they only got $19 million. So home video was a, a big thing for them later. So in, in pop culture, in 2010, in a football game, Michigan State beat Notre Dame on a fake field goal, touchdown pass in overtime to end the game, and Mark D'Antonio said the play was called Little Giants. Shocking Notre Dame lost. And the uniforms worn by the Cowboys in the film were the same ones they wore that year. Yep. Part of the 75th anniversary. This year's the 100th. Mm. And then uh, from 2004 to 2007, the New York Giants' alternate jerseys were red with white numbers, similar to the jerseys worn by Little Giants in the movie. And the annexation of Puerto Rico play was actually used during December 18th, 2011 game between the Panthers and Houston Texans. I, I like that. I mean, that's what you get. You get a lot of people who watch that movie and, oh, let's try this play and see if it actually works because who knew it would work in a football game? Right. So next week, um, so we got to continue different sports. So I'm going to go with the original Rocky. 
Rocky one. Don't they have like seventy six of those? Yeah, there's six of them. How do I know to pick the right one? Uh, just look for the first one. Mm. <laughs> so Rocky Un. Spoiler alert! I think it's an overrated movie. Way too hyped. Rocky one. All of them. Every single one of them. I think it is completely overhyped. I don't like Rocky. I'm down to talk about it because it'll be a good argument point next week, but I am not a fan. Not at all. Interesting. Yeah. What I'll, other boxing I'll tell you movies why you next like? week. Raging Bull. That is a great movie. Probably my favorite. It is probably top. Um, Robert De Niro. What's the one with What's-Her-Face? Yeah, that one. Million Dollar Baby. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, there's only one boxing movie about women, so... Well, I didn't know you said what's her face because the first thing that came to mind was Southpaw with Rachel McAdams, no, the wife. Well, no, <laughs> that's what I thought of. I actually haven't seen Southpaw. I've meant to watch it a few times. I just and haven't gotten around to see it. I know you don't like the Rockies, but uh, Creed, you should check those out, though. Nope. Pretty good. Nope. I, I'm telling you, they're good. But the no second one eh, no interest. followed Rocky Four. All right. Final thoughts. Want to talk about Wendy's so we can shit on Brandon? Yeah, he, uh, well, one, let's put it out there. They're going to have breakfast in 2020. That's what I'm talking about. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, I was just going to go into what he said. Yeah. Um, he said that Burger King is still better, which it's not. Idiot. I mean, don't get me wrong. The little little hash brown potato things are about the only good thing they have. That's it. Sorry. So I'll be interested to see what, uh, what Wendy's breakfast menu is going to be. Oh, God. Spicy. Probably like a chicken spicy nugget. chicken biscuit. Oh, God, dude. That'd be so good. Or in between two pancakes. Mm. Mm-hmm. 2020, right? 2020. And they're hiring, what, like 20,000 people? Probably. I mean, you got to open. You got, you need another four hours. That's a that's a half shift. I like it. That'll be good. Um, and then I had one other thing on here, and I'm going to have to go find it because I thought this is, this is a good way to end before we go into – the, what has happened on this day. I just got to pull it up. And this was, you probably saw this, the fourth grader from Tennessee was a Tennessee fan. Did you see this? So he had a homemade jersey. Yeah. You know, he didn't yep. have money. So fourth grader was bullied when he showed up to school. And, and we do not condone bullying. We can't say Allegedly. that enough. Uh, in homemade University of Tennessee shirt, his teacher posted about this bullying incident on Facebook. Post got Tennessee's attention, and they sent the boy and his class some UT swag. And they turned his actual design on the paper into a shirt, which I found to be awesome. And then part of the proceeds are going to the organization Stop Out Bullying. I mean, he is a student in Gainesville, and you can like whoever you want. But, I mean, come on. You wear a Tennessee shirt to school, and you don't think that you're going to get teased a little bit? Yeah. I'm just saying. I don't condone bullying, but come no. on. I mean, come on. You're in Florida. Come on. Come on. Tennessee's 0-2. They're trash. They lost to Georgia State or Southern or whoever the hell they lost to. All right, so on this day in history, September 11th, um, 1912, Philadelphia A's Eddie Collins steals six bases in game one. Mm. I wish baseball playoffs were going on now. They should go back to that. 1927, Babe Ruth hits his 50th of 60 home runs. Wow, so he hit like 10 more in a month? Back then, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. 28, Ty Cobb, last hitting appearance, pops out against the Yankees. 1956, Yankees Yogi Berra ties career record for home runs, 236 by a catcher. 1971, U.S. Open women's tennis, Forest Hills in New York, and an All-American final, Billie Jean King beat doubles partner Rosemary Cazals. Cazals? 
I don't know. Hmm. Don't know. Uh, tennis Open, 1983, U.S. Men's Tennis Open. Jimmy Connors retains title, repeats previous year's win over Czech Ivan Lendl. Mm. 1983, same day, Franco Harris runs for 118 yards and Steelers 25-21 win against Green Bay to become only the third player in NFL history to rush for 11,000 yards. Damn. Franco. 1985, Pete Rose of the Reds gets career hit 4,192 off Eric Show of the Padres eclipsing Ty Cobb's record. Huh. A lot of tennis history. I'm going to skip them. Yeah. But um, I will, in 99, uh, Serena Williams won her first Grand Slam title. Yeah, lost beat, again this last weekend. Bar, beat Martina Hingis. She's so lost she's been in playing two, 20 years. And she's lost in two finals out of the last three, by the way. That's crazy. Still, still one of the tops of the no, sport. She's still the best. Yeah. So... Uh, I was hoping to get us over an hour. We're almost at an hour and a half. So episode 111, good one. Uh, thanks to Wes Anderson for Moments in Time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Work Clothing, Brandon over there. Sean Crandall's Quality Lawn Care serves the Toledo and surrounding area. And not. Iced tea. Perfect. 419-704-5471. Thanks to Tim at Verizon, Cassandra at PNC, Stephen Savage and Associates, and Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com. And as always... Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Giants suck.